Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Paychecks Business Series Podcast. My name is Gene Marks. I'm a certified public accountant and regular business columnist for a bunch of publications, and you probably know them. They are like The Guardian, The Hill, uh, Entrepreneur, Forbes, uh, but more importantly, I'm a small business owner. My 10-person company provides financial and technology management services, and I'm always, always in need of expert advice. <laughs> that includes real-life advice from real-life business owners like myself on how they're handling the challenges of running their small businesses. And that's what this podcast is all about. We want to keep things focused, short, and to the point on a specific topic. And today's topic is all going to be about federal loans and the experience of one business owner, what he has found, the good, the bad, and the ugly of the whole experience as we are uh, five weeks into this whole coronavirus madness. I'm speaking with Matt Terse. Matt is the founder of Team Terse. Um, Matt, first of all, welcome and thank you for joining me. Thank you, Gene, so much for having me on today. I really appreciate it. Tell me about Team Terse. What do you guys do? Thank you. Team Terse is a small business owned by myself and my wife. And we are a youth athletic before and after school program. We have worked for three years on this business model. And last summer, we partnered with a local charter school and they brought us on board. And we currently, like I said, we host a small um, uh, well, fairly decent size before and after school program. So it's it's youth athletics based. So we like to get the kids very athletic. Um, we found a niche where, you know, nowadays a lot of kids are are inside, not as much as they are outside exercising and stuff. So we're not highly uh, competitive, but we do, you know, get the kids running. So we run for an hour before school, six o'clock in the morning, seven o'clock in the morning. And then after school, we run from 3 to 6 p.m., sometimes ah. 6.30. And, and <laughs> our business has grown. Uh, we launched last, last summer, and we, we started in the fall as the school opened. And it was honestly a big hit. I mean, we worked really hard to do this for many years, and, and we That's found our niche, and we, and we started to build it from there. It's and, amazing. And is it just, it's you and your wife? Do you have any other people helping you out? Anybody in, like independent contractors or? This was the perfect storm for us. Not really. Uh, we're, we were hiring um, two students from uh, a local college to come in and work with us. Right. Uh, because we got bigger and bigger. And actually, April was going to be the month where we officially brought in. So, so right now, it's just my wife and myself. So we're the super small micro, I guess, business. And um, this is our livelihood. This is what we do. It's not a side you. job or a hobby. It's, it's, our, it's our real work. Good for you. So, okay. So then the coronavirus hits and uh, schools shut. And I'm sure that had a big impact on your business. Yes, Gene. Uh, we, we started to hear rumors that school could shut about two days before it officially shut down. As the school shut down, so did we, like a light switch. No other notice, obviously. A lot of people are in the same boat. And, and that was it. So we, so we were officially, our business was stopped uh, as soon as the schools shut down. And we're in North Carolina. Right. So, so they shut us down. Um, and then I, mass confusion ensued, I would say, after that, because we had to watch the news and not just because I'm talking to you, but thank God for you because I immediately got on Twitter, started following you, and you've led us through the path. I started a small Twitter group called Small Business Warriors, 
And we are over 200 small businesses uh, across the country that are in one way or the other in the same boat, but we're in different, we're, we're in different waters because sure. we're all, we're all in different areas and different phases. And, and I know you see and feel the frustration on Twitter. You know, we had to apply for, and I could tell you the story if you'd like me to about. Let's please, yeah, stuff, let's but. please do that. And by the way, it's, it's small business warriors on Twitter, which is, it, you guys are doing a great job getting the word out and, and really having some great engagement with information. Um, but, but specifically for your business. So you applied for, I guess, both loans, right? The economic injury disaster loan and the paycheck protection program. Is that correct? Yes, sir. And actually, uh, the early bird did not get the worm. We yeah. applied for the EIDL loan, I believe, on March 28th. And that was, <laughs> that was right before they, they reconstructed their, the SBA reconstructed their website. And so there was a lot of uh, different opinions out there whether we even needed to reapply or not. And we waited. We, we waited about a week or so um, before we, we found out for sure that we were gonna to have to reapply for this yeah. loan. Yeah. And, and we did. Um, we didn't hear anything back. And I, I held on SBA line for over four hours, multiple times, um, just to either get disconnected or picked up and hung up on. Nobody had the same answers when we called. And, and we, weren't, we weren't really gaining any traction. Where do you um, stand now with the loan? Is it still nothing? So, well, when we reapplied, we applied for that advance that was right. up to $10,000. And I, which by will, the way, didn't start up to, it started no. at 10,000, right? That, and I keep mid telling game, in the this. fifth inning, they changed the rules, right? <laughs> I keep telling everyone this. Do you, do you all hear the new verbiage up to $10,000? Okay. <laughs> not, not $10,000. So we, last week we received $2,000. Hmm. Um, and it was, it was, uh, it went into our, our business account. I didn't even have a notice. No, nobody emailed me. Nobody called me. I just That's kept checking hearing. my bank. And so all of a sudden $2,000 showed up with no, no rhyme or reason behind it. Someone told me that, um, one of the, the tip offs was that they got notification that, uh, uh, the SBA was looking at their Experian, uh, credit report. Did you see anything like that? Or did the money just show up out of the it, blue? Mine just showed up. I did hear what you, what you just described as well. Right. And, and, th and that's when people started really coming unglued on our Twitter um, <laughs> account because the up to $10,000 people, a lot of people were not even still receiving any money, not 1,000, 2,000. So, yeah. so I guess it was, and you, you can clear this up, but I guess it was per employee is what they yes. based it on. I guess they don't want to put their necks out there. They say, if you only have two employees, then you, you know, you don't need $10,000 or you, I don't right. know. I don't know what the thought process behind it. I think the thought process was money. I mean, the, first of all, the, the loan ran out of money. Um, and you know, is, is since about to be replenished, I, I think probably as people are listening to this, uh, the, the fund has been replenished by about $50 billion. But as of you and I are talking right now, it's frozen. And yes. uh, I think the people at the SBA were like, oh, we can't just give $10,000 to everybody that applies. So now we're going to make it based on their, you know, on employees. Um, and that's, and that's what, yeah. But you just got the 2000. You did not get anything more. You actually no. didn't, you just got the advance. You didn't even get an economic injury disaster loan of any amount right now, just the $2,000 advance. Correct. Correct. And Gene, that, that seems like the elephant in the room now, the EIDL. Yeah. We can get into the PPP, but the, 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 the remainder of the EIDL or the EIDL itself 
I, I don't even hear anyone talking about it except for needing it. I mean, mm. here's your $2,000. We'll get back to you when we get back to you. And maybe I'm missing a boat on that, but I, I don't, you know, I'm tuned in and I, I don't see the updates coming of, you know, and, and I will tell you, I've had one out of four um, reps at, at the SBA that sounded like they knew what they were, they were talking about. And I don't really just want to bash them or, or blame them, but look, I had three reps tell me, that we'll get an, we'll receive an email. This is your advance. You'll wait a week and you'll get the rest of them, receive the rest of your money. And, and then finally I got on the phone and the first thing the guy told me, he says, everything you've been told, everything you've heard, I want you to forget it. And I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. He told me I was going to receive the $2,000. Okay. But he also told me I was going to get an email that I had to respond to, to create another email that would come to me so I can create another, um, I guess, an account in a portal, and then I would be called by a rep from the SBA, and he would be a he or she would be a loan officer. I would be paired with a loan officer. They would complete my EIDL loan. That and has not happened. That not has not happened. Call, not an email. I can't even respond to the email, um, any of the emails that I've received from the SBA. I mean, and. The beginning of the emails, all they, I mean, I'd have to go back and look, but all they said was we've received your information basically. So I'm, we're still sitting here waiting for, and we'll be on the phone again. We're, I we're waiting just going to ask you what your next steps are. You're going to, you're going to aggressively phone. pursue. It sounds like, right? Absolutely. I, I have to, I have yep. to, um, you know, I have two, I have a third grader and a fifth grader. We mm -hmm. are homeschooling them because school's shut down. It's not a sob story, but we're, we don't have a business. We don't have an income and we're homeschooled teachers all of a sudden. Right. And we're not getting any answers um, from the SBA. And but you are, you're eligible for this loan. I, I want everyone listening to this. No, I mean, you know, Matt runs a company with just two people, him and his wife, but you know, any size company is eligible for the economic injury disaster loan. Uh, when it was originally set up, Matt, I thought it was, great because it, it was an existing program that was already there to help companies that were in disaster areas. And I thought, great, they got the infrastructure there. Well, you know, you'll get your money in 48 hours. Hmm. And obviously it's taken, it's taken weeks. So, it, so man, if I have not applied for an economic injury disaster loan as of yet, what advice would you have for me? <laughs> that, besides, that's, that's a tough. Yeah, I mean, besides jumping out the window, <laughs> you, you, my mother used to say the 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 squeaky wheel gets oiled. Um, I, I I think you have to be able to put in the time to stay on the phone, stay connected on on Twitter, social media with you know whatever group. Obviously, you because you're you're at the front of all of this. Um, and really, you you have to. My wife has a log of every phone call we've made, of every everything that's been done. But I would say patience, because if you've seen some of the screenshots of people refer, referencing the EIDL loan on Twitter, there are a group of people that were sent an email saying that they were declined because their credit was pulled, and that and they were declined because of their credit score. I didn't. That's not think supposed that, that to happen. To, yeah. That's not I, supposed to happen. And that's that is that's yeah, not right. I that's mean that's right. just that's just that's just not right. And right. so, so um, be be aggressive, persevere, and show some patience with the EIDL. And one final thing before we say goodbye. By the way, Matt, I'm gonna I'm telling you right now, I'm I'm gonna have you back for another conversation about the Paycheck Protection okay. Program. But I wanted to focus on on the EIDL for this conversation. And I just want to make sure that that if you're listening, you know you realize that it's a long term loan. 
it's, you know, it, it's up to $2 million, depending on what you're allowed to. And Matt, when you applied for the loan itself, I'm told there's a short form and there's a long form. Did you encounter those applications or was it just one? Nope. We encountered both of them. The long right. form was the first one, actually. We, right. we went in and filled out the long form and didn't hear anything back from that. When, when we resubmitted, I call it, when we went back in it's and gone. filled it out again, gone. It's a new form. New form, very short and to the point, um, but okay. the response is not, not what you're looking for. It has sure. not. Now, the, the only other thing I could say that if there's any bright spot here is that these disaster loans are generally kept open for quite a while. Um, as long as there's funds there, by the way. So, you know, I know there are people that are like in flood hit areas of Texas, you know, two years ago, even uh, the EIDLs were available. People applied, you know, sort of well after the event because they needed money to get back their businesses back on feet and, uh, and they were able to get loans. So there is, you know, we're, we're very impatient now because we need the money now. And I get that. But if you're a business that has money in the bank, but, you know, you know, but you need it two months from now even, um, assuming there's funds still left, you, you would be able to apply for the loan then as well. And things might be a little bit better organized. Sure. I, I do think that as we go along that it has to get better or it has to get better organized, it has to be better organized on their end. They, they've got to be able to get the kinks out of the system. I mean, and that's why I preach patience. I do want my, my all of my followers, all these small businesses to continue. People are giving up. People are giving up. And, and I'm seeing some very disturbing words on Twitter and I feel so bad yeah, for those so. people. I didn't just start a Twitter account for myself. I did right. it because I, I knew everybody was feeling what I was feeling. And so I feel bad for everyone. In and you, you've caught some emotion there and, and what you're doing is great stuff. And I found the same thing when, you know, as I'm on Twitter all the time and responding to people, there are a lot of really good people out there and they're, they're hurting and uh, they, they need help now. And, uh, in, in many cases, they're not getting it. Uh, Matt Terse, founder of Team Terse. Uh, Matt, I'm, I'm, this is part one of a conversation we're going to have. So I'm going to have you come on back very shortly, and we're going to talk about uh, your experience with the Paycheck Protection Program. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. I've got a lot for you. I have a lot for you. Yeah, we're going to have to reserve two hours for that conversation. <laughs> I'll, I'll talk quick, but I have a lot for you on the PPP as you got well. It. So. You got it. Awesome. Well, everyone, for more information about what we discussed today and other coronavirus questions and topics, please visit the Paycheck COVID-19 Help Center. Uh, the address is paychecks.com forward slash coronavirus dash resources. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Thank you, Matt. We're going to have you back shortly. Uh, and everyone, we will see you next time. This podcast is property of Paychecks, Inc., 2020, all rights reserved.